Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Litmus Podcast. Skirt. You're listening to me, Swazi McKelly. Pull up. We've got Mr. Benjamin Hurst. I'm out here, real Ben Hurst. At me, bro. At me, bro. Don't at me. And then you're going to get at it Don't at me, bro. This is the intro for one of the guests that we have in the studio oh this afternoon. Oh, my um, days. I need effects. <laughs> yeah, we need. They're coming soon. Soon come. Bombs. The Black Ooh. Love Project. I know you know. Oh, I know you know. Wow. Yes. Hey, be careful, though. Be careful. Yeah, no, no. I'm not going to bait nothing. I'm yeah. not going to bait nothing. I'm actually going to shout out Joy Francis, who okay, works incredibly, yeah, yeah, incredibly hard over at Second Home and does fantastic events events that just blow people's minds um, and I turned up late because I was coming from work and I sat down and was listening to a young gentleman well, by the name of Lionheart what else who was breaking it down one more giving it to the people then one talking time. about all types of things to do with love in the black community oh. and I thought to myself do you know what there's gems upon gems just locked up in this brain of him now I appreciate you bro I appreciated you um, so on this podcast this afternoon we've got the one they call Lionheart Come hello on, sir my God. Yes. at me <laughs> Then, first of all, for people, because that's why we need footage. Your teeth are gorgeous. Your well, face is gorgeous. Can you just show the camera? Can you just smile? Just, we might get Colgate's This is just blatant hey. objectification. You, know, wow. you hey. are more than your teeth. <laughs> You're important. Dan, give us a little bio about you. Who are you? What do you do? I am from LA. I am a singer, actress. I love working with kids. I have a nonprofit that I help run with my mom, and hey. I like to travel, so that's why I'm here. Oh, amazing. <laughs> we just want to say thank you so much for coming down and spending the afternoon with us. Yes, of course. Yes. It's a real I've pleasure. I've my time already. And it's it's a pleasure. International right. things. So, this is the Litmus Podcast. We've got, we've got Colgate sponsorship. We're going to have international sponsorship all over. Come so, the Litmus Podcast, this is the idea that we dunk questions, statements into a room of people um, to really explore conversations, but really the different reactions and opinions yeah. that one statement can hold. Um, it was physics. born out of the idea of um, being on radio. You don't always get the space or the time or even yeah. the audience yeah. to kind of explore songs that even, even throw up controversial topics and you think to yourself I need a space to talk about it mm. so lo and behold the Litmus podcast was born and birthed, um, birthed. from the embers <laughs> the phoenix of frustration too much, you know, <laughs> from the ashes the fire of frustration so the Litmus today is is family redundant mad Mad. What do mad. you think? What do you think? Yeah, is family redundant? Well, and I do think it's kind of even like an annoying conversation, you know, because the first time I saw you, we were talking about family, oh. and we were talking about family. We were talking about in the black space, um, 
the generation no, you're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the generation above us were so stifled by racism when when a lot of our folk came over from whichever country they came over mm. and really felt as though they needed to keep up the appearance mm. outside of the home mm-hmm. that then then that filled it inside the home mm. where you couldn't really interact you couldn't cuddle you couldn't mm. and so we are now that generation who's not suffered, but um, <laughs> yeah, some, might be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. some of us got licks. Yeah, yeah. And my family were saying a lot of those licks came from when you were experiencing hardcore racism outside, mm-hmm. and you've got pent up frustration. Mm-hmm. You come into the home and you just want to lash out, and the one you lash out on is unfortunately your family. And so really, enough, some people use it as like a defense mechanism. As yeah, well. like you have to strengthen your utes yeah. to be stronger outside because yeah. what you experience physically inside is going to be worse psychologically outside. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I totally get that as well. The resilience. Yeah. yeah, for real. So maybe we go positive first. Yeah, let's let's do <laughs> let's, that. Let's, 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 let's do let's that. Go let's go high. Let's go high. It's family redundant. Like. So yeah, go anywhere you want to go with this. It's lovely to have you with us, Dan, because um, that adds to the family appeal, I suppose. Hey, so um, yeah, talk to us about your family, I suppose. This Where do you guys business. come from? What's your relationship? Yeah, give us a, a a bio of your family. So my family's really weird. Some family like really tight, and some. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. No, it's weird because we're starting I, I, high. No, we are starting high, but we're gonna. Okay. Get it's like okay. a roller coaster ride, cause. Okay. Right, right. Oh wow! So you see, I'm saying the, the poetry, right? <laughs> I feel like there's I'm around a lot of um, African families, right? Mm-hmm. And as much as I'm Caribbean, like I have African descent, obviously. However, how Caribbean families carry themselves that I've seen as the norm is completely different to the interactions massive. that have. It's massive. Yeah. I see aunties who aren't even related to me, but I have to call you auntie. Yeah, period. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It's different. Completely mm-hmm. different. How the families come together, how they interact, where the food is brought, where the culture is always infused. Like mm-hmm. I'm right now, I'm wearing like my cousin's African attire, and I was like, wow! Like you make sure you carry it with you every single place you go. The yeah. Caribbean culture isn't predominantly like that. Even when I went to the states, you have like areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like we're not dispersed everywhere. Like there's a section for the diaspora. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yes, yeah, family's weird, but I'm glad that we can have people that. We're still tight with who live overseas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I have cousins who live like probably a couple of blocks away from me. I don't even talk to them. Trust mm. me. So. Okay. We're cool. getting deep with this now. We're getting yeah, deep with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long have you been in the UK? You just touched down. A f- uh, few hours. Yeah. yeah, a couple of hours. <laughs> you haven't slept. Champions. You're doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and do you know a lot of your family who live in the UK? I assume so. You no. must. You don't. Mm-mm. That's wow. what I'm saying. It's bad. Wow. So I don't even see too? some of my family that's in LA wow. to be honest mm. that's driving distance wow. boy it sounds like the slipness has been decided yeah don't you have that though like redu- no yeah definitely yeah so I'm my family a, go on go on I met a lady the other night since my, my auntie wait birthday. this sounded different you know I met a lady the other night my family bro he lives this guy's not gonna let me live um, I went to my auntie's birthday we won't say how old she is 25 um and there was a, a young lady well not a young lady but a lady at the at the party so we were playing dominoes and just doing caribbean stuff mm. and i was like right this is gonna die out soon like because we don't do it do you know mm-hmm. what i mean but them lot was doing it so i was joining in it was fun i met a woman who was like you're my cousin i was like i've never seen this woman before in my life i didn't mm. know who she was and then she was showing me pictures of like my granddad's brother and how that was her dad and how we're related and blah 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 blah. I just think that stuff is wild because we literally live like six roads away from each other mm. and she's been there my whole life and I've not known that she was Why do you think that is though? I just think the way that I guess like the way people came over to this country 
in terms of like most or in when you look at other cultures people tend to stay together yep um when they arrive here it's like everybody goes to the same house everybody moves in you buy your house out of that house and move out but it's close it's not mm. far but i think we were so spread out um and then i think we're also where we weren't spread out like the family links the families are just too hench mm. do you know what i mean like there's so many people that you're not really checking for your granddad's uncle's cousin like i don't really do you know what i mean mm. i don't have that tie to them um but i'm not sure it's an interesting question I mean, why it's like is the it relationship weird? that we have mm. towards our family and like the whole culture yeah, yeah, yeah like some people like whole mafia your family over everything like yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. terrible like italian accent but like it's like family <laughs> over anything that happens don't laugh fam. i said to you yeah <laughs> whereas like the caribbean culture like if you do me something wrong i'm cutting you off yeah trust me it's people not like are i'm gonna yeah it's yeah. like whatever so maybe that's it like the way we approach it culturally mm. i think is the main difference what was you gonna say, Swan? Yeah, you just yeah. stare into the sky right now on a crazy Wait, one. Like, she's like <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> in my family the women are so strong. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Um, but having said that, two generations above me, so my mum's great grandma, um, had four. Well, she had three sons, and she made sure that every son had a trade. So okay. in, they're from Guyana, so that she made sure. And I think one of them was a tailor, another one was a mechanic. Um, actually another one was a cook so mm. a chef and oh, we've got a lot of chefs in our family yeah. who are men and of course the w- women do a lot of cooking but actually it was the men in our mm. family that predominantly were the chefs my dad's a chef yeah. um, and so my point being sorry is that I know my family to be really strong matriarchy like the mm. women are the glue the men would go out but mm. family being redundant for me is is not what, like no not to me because I love that family vibe I I love coming home and seeing my mum, seeing my brother. My dad lives in Hastings. Mm. Um, And for me, when I think of marriage and when I think of kids, like I'm trying to replicate what they had maybe a generation ago Mm. um, because I really value the mum, the dad and my children. And I like Mm. that structure because my mum and dad divorced. And so I understood very quickly what it meant to live with your mum and have to see your dad every other weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. Do you know what I mean? And so when someone says, oh, you know, I don't really, I don't want to get married or I don't see much of marriage. Actually, when, like, for really? me, yeah. I'm, I'm that way. Could we can jump into marriage. Well, I don't, we'll I don't get particularly, there. We'll get yeah. There. yeah. You can ease me into that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting when people come at, you know, when someone says, I'll oh, bun this, actually what they're saying is, no, this is my experience and this is where I'm coming to this conversation mm-hmm. and that's why you can't discount anyone sort yeah. of bun this, I want this, I don't want that because you can't discount the you experience. Yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I won't give my thoughts just yet but yeah, the question is, if you're looking in, the question is, um, is family redundant? Is family redundant? I was thinking the other day, right? So I was thinking, if I ever get married, Am I going to keep my surname? Because I would like okay. to. I would like to make. I think also being Caribbean, like I was, so the other day I was looking up. Like I was like, Do you know, what? I'd be sick if I get married. I have a family to have a family crest. So I was looking up my surname. So Hurst family crest, and then I clocked. This is actually a very blatant slave link. Like this is this yeah. is is so linked to like stuff that's nothing to do with me mm. or is unfortunately my heritage. So I was like, could I drop it and just make up a new name? But then I also don't want to par my ancestors. Like I don't want to par my, like the people that have gone before me that's carrying that name. Even you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and the name holds a lot of weight, like mm-hmm. in terms of like stuff my family's done in the mm. community, who they've been, the presence that they've had. But then I also think, I don't know if I want 
to pass that name on to anyone else and it would be so cool to like just create something new so are you associating family with your surname so I, I particularly don't no so I, I don't think it is associated but then I think when you think about getting rid of it then the association's there that's interesting when you when you say like is family redundant I think about I've created probably an ecosystem of friends mm-hmm. that are my mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. in a stronger way than I do have my blood relationships yeah. and for me they keep me afloat they're the ones I can turn on if I ever need like a helping hand or yeah. a support system like I don't really turn to like my blood family for that mm. so that's when I think of like I don't my surname as much as it carries weight in the Caribbean like here it's more about my social circles and the yeah, family yeah, yeah. units that I've created do you know what I mean like that's mm. what means more to me what are you saying Dan? Uh, I mean those are the people that are there during crucial things are the your friends and whoever you've interacted with in the last yeah. few years when you were talking about like strong women in the family that's definitely how I've seen my family but also I want to say probably two generations ago I would see family reunions and like them getting together and yeah, always yeah, yeah, yeah. doing family outings and now I'm like when's the last time we had a family reunion yeah. like my dad's side I think I've met them once mm-hmm. yeah. but I also I don't want to cut people off but if they if I see them doing my family wrong like I can't and I don't have a strong relationship with you, you're I'm not going <laughs> to carry actually, on. You yeah. are actually redundant. Yeah. Right, but it makes me sad because I want kids and I want a family and I would love to have see them playing with their cousins and yeah. traveling and doing all that, but realistically, I don't see that happening with what I see my family mm. uh, relationships with as right now. You make such a good point, you know, because we I went to a funeral not too long ago mm. and the yeah the lady who, our, our aunt who died, is the last woman of that generation, like of the 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds mm. generation. It's so beautiful. It's, and you just they're think just yeah. they're not here anymore yeah. which then means my mum's generation is responsible for the family get togethers for mm-hmm. the Christmases yeah, yeah. for the birthdays for everything and soon before that that's us that's next you. do you yeah. know what I mean right. so, these times I don't even talk to my cousins yeah. I'm like who's that do you know what I mean <laughs> so, and when you went to your funeral did you know everybody not at all that's and the it's worst like, yeah, that's the, the worst. only time I'm seeing you guys is when someone passes away do you yeah. guys really want to be here do you really want to claim me as family yeah yeah and, and they say that, isn't it? It's either the weddings or the funerals are right. the two occasions that will bring everyone together. But you know what? Yeah, I don't even think like, like deaths bring families together. I think the phys- physically they do. Yeah. Emotionally, it's like, it nah, doesn't. So it gives I had the most interesting experience. Right? My grand passed away maybe two months ago now. And it was, like my grand was, in my mind, was mm. a matriarch. Some people in my family would dispute that. Mm. But my grand's been the last the old person in our family for quite some time so she passed away but during the period where she so she had a stroke she was in the hospital she wasn't very well for about 14 days we knew she was gonna go um but the whole family was there so she got moved to palliative care so we could be there 24 7 Mm. and everybody was there all day so she was never by herself for the whole time she was in the hospital and when they moved her back home she wasn't by herself at all and i thought like I learned so much stuff about my family like my auntie's name isn't her real name or is her real name but it's spelt differently and mm. blah blah like just random things that you would never know because mm. you just never spend significant amounts of time with mm. those people and for the first time I think I thought rah like family's actually important I think it might be a millennial thing as well like I think we're like in a space where we're like we're just doing our own thing and we're building our own connections and those connections are really important and I guess when our parents came over or our grandparents came over that was their network mm. family was the only Just network they yeah, had family with their social media you know I mean yeah. so they had they had no other option whereas for us like you as my friend like I consider you a lot closer than most of my family yeah. so 
but now I'm thinking, right, I need to make more time to like go to a comedy club with my cousins or like if if we're doing something, going to play dominoes. Like my dad plays dominoes every Friday night. Mm. Since I was born, he's gone every Friday. And I think he sees those same group of people, Caribbean people, and they slap the things on the table. And I'm thinking, I don't do that with anyone. Like, so I'm feeling like the urge to like start building that stuff into my life. Mm. But then I also think I already have it, but it just doesn't look the same. Like it's just with other people. So I don't know. I don't know how important it is. Because also sometimes family are snaky, man. Sometimes, bro. bro. Sometimes they just do Especially some Especially when people things. die. I've yeah. seen my mom's the, the person, I think the last three... Um, elders that have died that are 90s my mom's taking care of them mm. and my mom was working she was and it, it's when someone dies they go to her like oh well, what's happening to the house what's happening to this and it's like my mom took care of everything and yeah. now all of a sudden it's so that's that's when you really family. see true colors when trust me asking bare questions yeah oh, whose name is the mortgage in now duck out like when's the last yeah. time you even that's went to the, the house trust me. yeah like yeah. so so if if family is or isn't redundant um, what are the traits of family that we have to make sure live on? So, like for me, it's the Christmases. I mm. I want the house. I want to be the woman in that in the family. Yeah, who's come to mind for Christmas, man? I'm hosting Christmas. That to me, because my memories are Christmas memories, and I think of family. It's the food, it's the Home Alones, it's the yeah. whatever the games, the Monopoly, the whatever. And if I can sustain that and be, you know, that member of the family who you know that you can open that door whenever you need to come round. That's cool. Mm. Um, I find that to be really important, especially in an age where everyone's on a phone and no one's actually dialoguing, yeah, no like one's no talking. And being present yeah, when exactly. they are together. Yeah. Being present. Um, I think, yeah, I've got some work to do and I need to own up and say, do you know what? I've been on my phone too much this week and I've not even checked in with you who mm. lives, who's in the room opposite me. Like, what's that about? I mm. have that though. And I feel like, I'd want to be that household that everyone feels like, yeah, I want to come to Lion's house. Yeah, I'm going to Uncle Lion's house. Oh, it's going to be fun. Like, I wonder, right? But the same token, like, and maybe this is because, like, I don't let go of, like, guilt that other people have given to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, like, I've seen how you treat my dad. I've seen how you treat my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. a different sensation when you know, like, your parents have gone through so much yeah. and now you have to look at them, smile on your face and eat food. Like, I just, I don't, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Personally, like, I hold yeah. on to grudges when I see what you've done to people who care about you. And cool. the tough thing about that, that is mean? that is so much more pronounced with family. Because not, not even that, because sometimes, like, sorry to cut you, right? No, in a Caribbean household, everything is kept inside. Yeah, no one knows. Period. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't like, even, you don't even know. I, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, know, like, yeah, and we're like the soldiers for everything you've gone through. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. how can we know half the story you want us to write out for you? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I have to disagree a little bit with you on the sense that... Um, the Caribbean, yeah, I do get that. If you if you cross the line in the Caribbean household, the temptation is to throw that person out. But actually, my nan was the opposite. She was the embracing one. She was hurt multiple times. Your and family had, is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah, but I, I there's don't. There's always someone. Though. Yeah, there is, man. There's always a family. Yeah. like yo, yeah, you're staying so, with us no more. But I think maybe th- I would rather be like that. Mm. If I'm honest, like I don't have the my shoulders aren't broad enough to carry the guilt. I, I can't live my life and I'm not saying my family are clean of any of that not at all not at all but taking my nan's example into my own life I think actually she was better off for that she kept grandkids she Mm. made sure she saw her own children Um, what she gained from putting aside a grudge I don't know if she would have lost had she parked that grudge and, and, and kept her feet firm and I rate that I definitely rate it. I feel like me as a person, it depends on how you want your brain to cognitively work. Mm. 
I've seen the relationship dynamic change from a very positive one to a very insidious one. Mm. When you know you can walk over someone like a welcome mat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen what happens to families, yeah. right? And they've always continued to be there for you, they provide money for you, provide time for you. Family. But behind your back, they're saying the worst things. Yeah, so yeah. like, I can respect people who do that, but I also feel like there's more than one way to solve a, solve a problem. Mm-hmm. And for me, my solution is I understand what you've done. I'm gonna make sure you remember that rather than think you can come into my house. And, no, I'm very like, I'm lying yeah. heart, but I'm very yeah. much a lion as well mm-hmm. at heart. <laughs> bars bars I bars. Done. I, I, when you say that I think about some of the older people in my family that no one felt really bad for them because they were the mean old people mm. as much as they did bring people together they didn't find the happy medium befi- between holding a grudge and letting certain things go so that the family could be together mm. so I think it's finding that happy medium too because you don't want to be the old lion that people are, are but I understand but I do understand standing your ground but I would hate to, I personally I I can be very stern sometimes but I would hate like I can't see my grandkids because I no I get or, yeah, that's a, you yeah, know that is a big yeah. especially at, when you're old because sometimes they don't care and mm. sometimes they do and that's what kind of happens in the Caribbean household like if you don't go back home mm-hmm. Like, so Grenada, if I don't go back to Grenada, I don't know who is there. You have no idea. I have no idea. Like, you have 17,000 cousins. The whole country. And Grenada is small. <laughs> I can drive around in a day. Like, so I totally get you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like the sensation feeling like I can't go see my grandparents, yeah. my grandkids, or whatever. Like, that would hurt me. I think the thing is, is that when we talk about family, we're in essence talking about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And relationships are hard across the board. But I think the problem with family is that from birth, you know, you can't. It's like you can't divorce them. No, you can, bro. I know you can, but that's the feeling, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, family is important. Like you can't just shake them. Like that's that's your family. You need to. And so, in normal life, like I feel like you go through phases with friendships where, like, in your teens, you'll have one set of friends, and then by your mid twenties, okay. those friends aren't really around no more. But you've got a new set of friends. Like you always have a couple of friends who stick through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's still got now at sixty nine. He's like friends who he still reverts back to being like 15 with and mm. every time they come over they're like <laughs> and they're living their best lives but like that's like three people oh, that's so cute. do you know what I mean and then outside of that like your friendship groups shift and change mm-hmm. but with family whether it shifts or change or not they're always going to be there I think that's the thing about them is that even if you choose to terminate the relationship there's still a tie there there's still mm-hmm. your family yeah being there existing there yeah, is yeah, two yeah, completely yeah. different yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah so are we going to lose anything about family? Because if we agree that the responsibility falls on us, if the elder generations, you know, just, yeah, are just dying, <laughs> yeah. then then what re- what responsibility do we hold now in this present day to make sure that family survives? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Boy, these people are like, no, nah, we're like the torchbearers, <laughs> isn't it? Nothing. We are the torchbearers <laughs> of it. I, I'm definitely, when I leave my house, I'm the example and presentation of my parents. I 100% know that I was raised to be that way. Mm. Like if, if anything was to happen in school and I beat someone up because it happened, and um, <laughs> my dad would be like, who threw the first punch? Mm. You're right. If I threw the first punch, <laughs> yeah. I'd be getting licks. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? Problem. So, it, right? So, I'm always conscious of being a representation or the role model my parents set out for me to be. Mm-hmm. So, I'm already carrying a torch. Mm-hmm. However, there are certain cultural behavior patterns that I'm not going to adopt from them because mm-hmm. I feel like I can be an improvement from what they've taught me. So, we are naturally like the torch. Let's talk so. about hitting kids. Wow, bro. That's a, wow. that's a good one. Wow. And then yeah, you have some tension you want to talk about, innit? Like, <laughs> no, no, I came in there, yeah, you had your talk. You don't have to see the bruises, innit? Wow, I did exposure. I was getting changed. Okay, bro. I did not expect you to come you in. I knew, to. I knew they were coming in. I knew they were coming in. I did Go it. Go on, beating kids. So I'm saying, like, my parents didn't really hit me that much. They did hit me a couple of times. They try and say they didn't. I remember. So <laughs> there was one time when I, my sister had chewing gum. I was like, can I have a chewing gum? She was like, no. I was like, cool. I took the chewing gums, I went in the garden. I ate all of them. So I, I, it was like, you know, the long ones. I ate every stick, dashed the wrappers, dashed the gum, went back inside, got in bed. I was chilling. I thought, I've, it's perfect cramp. My dad saw the wrappers. <laughs> and then someone, I don't know who it was, someone came upstairs. I was in a bunk bed and uh, they hit me. Like that as well. I got lips uh, and then I was bawling, like I was hysterical and I dropped out of the bed and no one came. <laughs> that was that like that's the worst licks I remember, but it was never like licks with an object or no that and sometimes yeah. there's a very fine line. There's it's not no even fine, line, just like yeah, between no line, it's just abuse. Mm. And I was fortunate to not be in that situation, which I don't know if a lot of people from our culture but are fortunate. Again, contextually, yeah. right? There were times when when our parents were raised, wow, that was the only method to keep us in check yeah. because outside there was the, what are they called again the teddy boys and stuff yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. you know like you have to be walking home in packs with your friends mm-hmm. to so even get safe. home safe yeah. so I can understand why yeah, the yeah, discipline yeah. was so strong on us yeah. it had an adverse effect which can be positive or negative yeah, yeah, yeah. however I feel like at that time for their through their eyes it was appropriate do you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, anyone have that phone call. Like, they don't want to hear that conversation. Imagine, so they'd yeah. rather give you the physical beatings and you know, cool, you're going to be getting home safe because you have the mentality of being like, no, I don't want to risk this. So now thinking about the future, let's say... It's a different climate now. Would you, would you hit your kids? How? 
How? How? Like, How? Sway? No, 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 no. Because you like, ain't got the some people, no, like some people say, like spank on the hand yeah, is cool, yeah, yeah. spank on the bum is What's cool. What's hitting for you? What? This, this is what I'm saying to yeah. you. Like how? Like if you was to tell me I'm gonna clap my son in the back of the head and he's gonna be holding him for the rest of the day, nah. that's that's bad. Yeah. Like I remember Chris Rock had a joke and he's like, "Oh, this Donkey Kong in a minute." I was like, "Dude, what's Donkey no. Kong?" He's like, what? "Hit them on the yeah." You heard that before as well. Yes. That's why you got the bun. I see you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Protection. <laughs> I protect. I protect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like um. Cool. Psychological discipline for me is the most insidious way of controlling your kids, mm. right? Like being put in a corner is one thing, innit? Mm. But me, like my dad could say to me, "You know, you disappointed me. I'm ruined for a week or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You a week or two. Like I'd rather the sting things. that lasts me a, me a day, or, not even a day. Like stings don't even last a day. Rather than knowing, right, I wake up, I don't even fuck say hello to you in the morning now because I've disappointed you. Like mm. it does something for me and. But from jump, it was always like that. My dad's never laid a hand on me. My mother has been different. Okay. Well, I was just wondering question. if it ever, yeah, if it ever stemmed from anything else, but it was always just words with him. Always words. And and for me, again, like if I saw him come, like my parents never had to come to school for me because they knew I was just yeah, on yeah, point, yeah. right? If I knew my dad's coming, yo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yo, my dad and, didn't even speak. But just looked, saying, yeah. psychologically now, yeah. you know that's messing you up. So you don't have a, a strong dialogue. There's not a communication yeah. where you can discuss things because it's like... <sighs> Stern is now making you feel a certain way. Now, I yeah. always felt like, as growing up, I never knew how to talk to men because my dad never really spoke. That's that toxic masculinity like, thing. Like. And I, like, but I, I have, so I have my mum, my dad, three sisters in the house, three okay. older sisters. You and four? so I can talk, yeah, I'm one of four. Mm. I can talk to girls for days. Like, I'll be like, oh yeah, like, talking about anything. You put me in a room with a bunch of guys, I'm working through it, but put me in a room with a bunch of guys and I'm like, yeah. Cause oh, you been saying I don't really like football as well, so it's even more people. Okay, like, now you kind of just say, man, just man, just got like, the pure silence. Like guys, are like you, what's up? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I like that. You see how he kicked it? It was good. Yeah. You know what? So I read a poem when I was like 18, trying to understand my life, and it was how um, our parents are the masterpieces that are messed up. Mm. They've made the most of what they had yeah, yeah, to yeah. be the masterpiece parents for you, and it doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect. They are perfecting themselves while they have you. Mm. A lot of time, like there was this um, narrative of someone saying that kids choose who they want their parents to be before they are conceived. Mm. That's like, whoa. Like, so you're telling me like some of us come into this world to help the people that we've come from. Mm. Like that's crazy in itself. And, but it is a thing. If you, if you look at it. Yeah. Like I, I believe like I've helped my parents just for me existing. I can show them like, you know, maybe you could have did it differently this way. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially like, for example, my dad did Vietnam War, um, law enforcement, wow. man of, few words mm-hmm. so I am I pride my communication especially with men now because I did my first example of a boyfriend of a man in my life was my father mm-hmm. who is not big on communication so I said I, I have to do better yeah and um, if we want to talk about our art um, I <laughs> I my first music video I did on a war veteran and PTSD and my dad oh, never wow. admitted he had PTSD mm-hmm. until I did that video but why did I have to do a video and put it out to the world for my dad to realize that yeah. but my communicating didn't work for him mm-hmm. trying to tell my mom like why is he acting like this why won't he talk to me yeah. yeah so it's like it had to come to that just to get him to to do something about it mm. Mm. And I suppose, like, for parents, they never know the child they're going to give birth to, do they? No. You you don't know the son or daughter that you're going to have. And you don't know what they're going to go off and do. So mm. here you are, you've got, a, you know, my mum always said, my, so my dad's 
side, his mum is Chinese. So we came out looking like Dragon Ball Z. My mum was like... I was coming out like a young like, Goku. Yeah, she was like... young Goku, you know. She was like, your hair shoot. was... <laughs> I was like, yeah, what is this baby? Yo, we would have been best friends in school, you know. Trust <laughs> me. It went real curly after that. But she was like, we didn't know... It's, it's, it's one thing when a friend has a, babe, a baby right. and you're like, oh, and then yeah. when you have your own baby, obviously I've not got kids, but my mum was like, you look at this baby in this push chair and you're just thinking, oh my gosh, mm. there is a whole new life that I That's have to... That's a whole to, human that came yeah. from my womb. Oh, yeah, and and I'm you feel the weight of the responsibility of the next generation because mm. literally before you is sleeping, eating, breathing, pooping the next generation. Mm-hmm. So it's so... It, I just want to get to the crux of what is it that we must do if we're going to have children and give the next generation. Like, I don't want to lose family. I don't want to... If I know I'm bad with my phone, I can't fathom the thought of my child sitting there and it won't be a phone. It will be some next right. gadget. Be some a projected... Yeah. Some some, some, do you know what I mean? I might have to make bookings with my child to see them. Like. Be doing minority wow. report. I think it's those cycles, yeah. right? It's yeah. the cycles that we we don't, we don't like with our elders that we have to change that we don't want to see with our kids. Mm. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things that we have to to do right I, I yeah. kind of think it's like how you're using those tools as well like if you're using social media and it's keeping you away from your family mm. think about how problem. you're using it to yeah. bring it together like like tomorrow we got a games night I'm calling all my peeps to come through with these social, social media, media yeah, right? yeah. so it's like how are you using it to galvanise the culture that you want to yeah. have in your family mm. you posted something the other day about Facebook doing or Instagram telling you how much time you're spending on oh, that. Yes, yeah. And then I went on Instagram to download the update. <laughs> and they done it. Me, they like, done it. I was like, right, is that what Lionheart's doing? Oh, no, no, that's no. doing influence, galvanization. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think you've got, to, you've got to be very aware of that stuff. Yeah. Mm. And once you're aware, it's calm. Like you can make, you can make good decisions. You know what but I mean? this is the hard thing in certain families, right? And speak for yourselves. Like some of our families don't want to expose ourselves to what's actually going on. Because mm-hmm. it's shame now. Mm. Oh, I raised you the wrong way. Mm. Guilt, 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 guilt. Most people don't know how to deal with guilt. Yeah. Mm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Especially in the black community, it's like, how can you tell your mum you raised me wrong? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. now this way. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Mm. And then they don't want the rest of the family to look at them a certain way, and then it keeps yep. going around. Yeah. We might have to do a family part two, boy, because this is. It would be, be great if you brought in the family with us. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like behind each of us, it was like the. That would be crazy. Yeah. You know why as well? Because enough, it's I can't remember which one of you said it, but just the the communication within family. I think it was you saying everything is kept quiet, everything yeah, is kept yeah. stum, and it's only until you say like the other day I, I found something out and it was a mad way how I found it out. But I was like, raw. There's a whole. You know what it is about family. There was a whole other world before you was even born. Mad. There was a whole yep. other world that you didn't even know about because you're sitting there in your mum's womb, or Wild. you're born and you're free and you don't even remember. The only thing you have is photos, mm-hmm. and the f- one photo can tell how many narratives because in that photo you've got how many generations. So even just to respect, like I think you were saying, that was appropriate at that time. Time, right? Do you know what I mean? That was appropriate at that time. But now I think when I have children, I want to speak to them more. I want to. I think for my parents it was like I don't want to offer to you anything that I've been hurt or damaged by so it won't damage you but Ooh. but I think there's there's power in vulnerability actually yeah. I, I, I don't mind my dad crying because then it makes me think oh men cry and that's that's right. okay so when I'm it's in the true. world whether it's good or not it's yeah true, right? but if he doesn't happens. then I'm like oh when I see a man cry I'm like come on <laughs> what's right? the matter with you bro? yeah like my dad don't cry but he does and, and but my mum doesn't 
which is interesting because mm. a lot of people think the women are the sensitive ones. No, no, no. The women in my family are the but strong, keep it together. So, and why is it strong, keep it together? No options. And you don't cry. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's a gender related thing. At all no, I'm not making it gender. Perception of weakness yeah. and strength. Yeah. Yeah. Strength, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm saying, but both of them are needed. Mm. I need to see the strength in both the man and the woman, mm-hmm. and I need to see the vulnerability in it. But when you're saying, yeah, a lot of people just keep it strong because that's seen as strength. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I think the vulnerability is also as strong when you say, I've had this kind of day today, mm-hmm. and such and such in your family is really ticking me off, and we need to sit down and talk about this yeah. rather than try and turn a blind eye and. Our family's naturally like that vulnerable, though. I don't know. No, like, I mean, so I, I know mine isn't. No. I don't think they can up. afford to be. Like, I think when you raise kids, it's a very different experience, right? I'm assuming because I've never had it, but mm. I think when someone's dependent on you, you can't. You probably feel like you can't afford to show them your weakness. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but then I think you always like for me now I'm, I've reached that awkward point where it's like I am a man now mm-hmm. and so we have to try our relationship as parents and child has to transition into adult and adult mm-hmm. but still parent and child and I don't know so like there's things that my parents want me to talk to them about and I'm like no we've never spoken about that before we're not going to talk about it now and there's things that I want to know that they will never tell me mm-hmm. do you know what I mean or I'd feel rude to ask Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's important information like these times I'm watching Love Island trying to figure out how to bang out relationships but my parents are, they've done it for 50 years and we're never going to talk about it do you know what I mean that stuff's weird to me yeah I think the privilege of like the elders in our family mm. yeah. is that they had that sense of privacy in those photographs yeah like yeah. it tells all the stories that only they can remember mm-hmm. and I feel like the sad element when you're saying like your, your nan passed away mm-hmm. think how many stories that, that we're never gonna hear. Think yeah, yeah, yeah. angles of the story that your dad would have told you, mum would have told you, auntie would have told you, but yeah. granny can't tell you what she really went on. What at her really house, popped, you know what I mean? like when somebody got hit in the eye with a stone, who but really we, did it? Yeah. But we've recorded pretty much everything on social media, yeah. so we kind of can't hide from it. Even when we delete it, there's a cloud somewhere that has all the ways yeah, we used to meet our mannerisms like loaded into yeah. social media of how yeah. we are. Do you know what I mean? So in some ways. The elders had it great. Mm. They can still hide who they once were to become someone completely yeah. different mm. without like a tweet five years ago, like holding us to something we don't even believe in anymore. Mm. Yeah. So. And but, on that, oh, sorry, go. Oh, I agree with that. But I also think it's great that people can learn from their mistakes because yeah. they didn't have to because no one brought it up. No one put it yeah, in their yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, yeah, it's unfortunate that I put, you know, not me personally, but I put something racist on Twitter and now I have all yeah. these fans. But now I have to look within myself and maybe I'm a better person because I was confronted with it but I learned a lesson from it yeah the way that you are as a person your flaws are so exposed now Mm. that like you have no choice but to deal with yourself Mm. or you do have a choice but then you're gonna struggle do you know what I mean? Like, because everyone's gonna know. Like, your tweets, your past tweets are coming out. Yeah. Guys are pulling stuff up. <laughs> I went through. I was like, what was I saying? But it was all Jesus stuff. So I was lucky, boy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think even that is all the kind of problematic. Well. This is it. But I think all of that stuff is so exposed now. Even if you're someone who tries to stay off social media, like people are gonna have you on their socials. Yeah. And you can remember it's what your family are gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. That. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can say whatever you want on Twitter, but when you go home. And you go to those family hours, Christmas time, and they're like, they're looking at you because they know what you said. Yeah, they know who you are. And they will only remember those certain things. This is what I'm saying. Mm. So I was thinking like about a question. You said like, is family redundant? I think it's the quality of the family Mm. determines how redundant it is. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you can have the tightest families. It's not redundant to you. Like, it's allowed you to propel your career, propel your relationships, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If your family is debilitating, yeah. if that unit in itself is debilitating, then again, it's going to be redundant. Because yeah. you're seeking that um, 
sense of familiarity elsewhere from other means. So mm-hmm. like, I definitely listen to the quality. Yeah. Um, so just to close it up, close it up, and I know I've got family listening, so let me correct my mistake. Hey. I said it was my mum's great grandma. It's not. It's my mum's nan. Hey, mum, I love so you. My mum. <laughs> <Yo, laughs> hold it down. <laughs> hold it down. You know my mum and Ben. Bezzy makes you know. Debs Shout out, Debs. Oh, yeah. Shout out like, Debs. And this is what I mean. You're actually more family Debs. than some of my family because when I was away at uni, Ben would come check for my mum. You know, bowl the kettle, yeah. bowl the kettle, come sit down with her, yeah, and now they're tight. Sometimes I see him there, and now I'm not even at home. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's just, <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> what's he's, going on? He's chilling. Um, but what to close it up? This is the question: What one trait of family will you be responsible for carrying forward? Um, and I say that because when my family tells stories of when my mum and her three sisters tell stories of their nan I am encouraged to think wow I am from that lineage not only of women but family in terms the men were great as well men were fantastic Um, but I want when my children are thinking about their mum's mum or me when they're thinking about two generations I want them to say yeah she was sick man mm-hmm. and like she did this a lot of my family had ideas and they made them happen mm-hmm. you know my, my aunt said you know from the Caribbean people just think people came over to England no there were people that were calm living in Guyana and they mm-hmm. stayed in Guyana mm-hmm. it was only the ambitious ones who didn't have Uber and Google Maps and all the rest of it to come across the oceans and wherever and set up shop in a completely new world it was the ambitious ones that were here mm-hmm. so really I'm the product of someone's ambition mm-hmm. and someone's closed eyes dream that just went you know what we're going to go and do Let's it see. anyway yeah. so yeah my question is what is the one trait of family that you will take on the responsibility for carrying forward just oh, something like fiction. Um, resilience is is like speaking to me right now mm-hmm. because I feel like we don't see all the things that everyone went through, all yeah. those generations, and the people that we do. I'm like, wow, she went through this, she went mm-hmm. through this, and she she shared it. So we learned, and we know that we can do that too. Mm-hmm. When we keep stuff all secret, we we can't. We don't have anything to strive. We don't have a. Uh, um, blanking on words because I haven't slept but um, <laughs> we don't have that role model yeah and I think that I, I want my whatever I have all these kids I want them to be like she pushed through all everything yeah. no matter if it was sickness or money or location she got through all of it she didn't make it look easy she didn't sugarcoat stuff but she showed us that we can do that and we can be better than she was mm-hmm. yeah oh, that's beautiful you know? Yeah. So like me and Kazi talk late nights like pretty much week or every two weeks, like you know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's regular, right? Yeah, it and is. And I feel like my parents did that for me and I didn't realise this impact till later on in life. So there's this thing called like mental hacking. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be inspired in the morning, like watch a motivational video before you fall asleep mm-hmm. and then knock out because your brain will subconsciously process this, right? And create like neurological tracks. I feel like all the midnight stories and conversations I had prior to falling asleep mm-hmm. and my parents made like diligent effort to do that with me. No matter if I was mad tired, they would talk to me before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of installed a mindset towards approach thing. Like my, one of my business partner, Charles, right? Like he knows like I'm just... Ah! attacking stuff in it yeah. and I remember hearing stories about my dad like doing architecture and construction so I feel like that trait of installing inspiration before yeah. someone goes to sleep or even just like a, a good relationship mm-hmm. is important before people go to sleep because the last thing they're thinking about is probably going to be the first thing they think about subconsciously mm-hmm. when they wake up in the morning Step. That's why I always try not to go to bed mad, even Telling if it's you. like a relationship or yeah. just changing my energy. Because sometimes I hit you and I'm like, Ugh, like, like, life. like. <laughs> but it's like I know I can hit him and be like, okay, I'm good, and then I can go Process, to sleep and yeah. and and be good the next morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. 
Benj? I think my thing is, so in the time when my grandpa passed and was sick, I think I saw something in my family that I've always known was there, but it was very pronounced in that moment, which was self-sacrifice. And I saw the way, like hospitals are not comfortable places to sleep, bro. Mm. They're very uncomfortable. Those chairs are lit, the, like the hard ones as well. So just seeing how people come out and turn up every day. Um, people had work, people took time off work, people took time, like, got people to care for their kids, like, bought the kids, did what you had to do, mm. um, and we didn't know how long it would last for, so that we were just in it for the long run, for however long it took. Um, like, we were cleaning out houses, like, moving stuff, doing all types of madness, and I just think that is one thing that I'm going to carry from that experience that I will have to instill in whoever is in my family. Mm. Following me, if there are people that come after me, they will need to know that that's what we do as a family. Like, that's how we operate. So we might not always get on, we might not be best friends, we might not always turn up to every Christmas or every whatever, but when it matters, you'll be there and you'll do what needs to be done. That's what's beautiful to be about family, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't guys left me with much, you know? Like, well, I'm scratching my head, want to take all your points. Like, wow. <laughs> um, I think I'll just ra- wrap it up and say mine was probably, or is, integrity. Mm. Like, I really love that my grandparents, my dad, my mum, they're people of their word. So if they say they're going to do something, they're actually going to go and do it. Yeah. Whereas there's other members of the family say, oh, I'm going to do this. And where you at, bro? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? They know you're out of the phone. They're not around no more. They're not, they're not around no more. They're not around no more. Who do you think that's because of? Who do you think that's because of? So yeah, integrity, just because um, I think that opens loads of doors to everything that you're saying. If you're going to do something and you get it done, mm-hmm. um, people rate you, not even for mm-hmm. rating's sake, but just you're relied upon. You, mm-hmm. you you can be there and be trusted. So yeah, this is a good little conversation. We need to do part two, you know? Hey, this is, the, the room is warm. Uncles. And I don't know if it's because of the energy. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, But we're going to wrap it up. This is the Litmus podcast. The gorgeous Dan, the Lionheart himself, the real Benjamin Hurst. And the Litmus has been, is family redundant? Just yes or no on this, is family redundant? I still am torn. Sounds better with wow, the that's, a, that's a pH of yes. seven. Yeah, yes. Yes. I mean, that's dead in the middle. Yes, <laughs> final answer. Oh, yes. Okay, Lionheart. Yeah. Family's redundant. Yeah. Families? It's, a of, it's a type of family that I'm thinking about, which is redundant. Mad, so. okay. Benji. Yeah, I'm going to say no, family is not redundant, but I think it takes a lot of work. Um, she said one yes way. or no. You <laughs> <laughs> was adding bare syllables, no, I, I don't really know. No, 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 no. I'm saying no. Oh, let us know. I want to know what people think, so get at us um, on the socials. But you've been listening to the Litmus Podcast with me, Swazi, Benjamin Hurst, Lionheart, and Dan. We out. We out, kid. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.